Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. That was my first first time trying to do a Tom War- Warrior metal. <laughs> this is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That is a new discography, more or less, per episode. And today, as uh, Alex very subtly implied, we are talking about... Celtic Frost. Good God. Celtic Frost or Celtic Frost if you're from the East Coast. If you're from Boston. Yeah. You're fucking, <laughs> you're fucking New England fuck. That's mean. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Maybe they're good people. I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> you, wow. Man. Out the gate. This is not the first time you've bashed the fine people of Massachusetts, Alex. What was the first time? I don't remember, but I think it was involving the word Celtic again. You know, I'm just saying. Every time the word Celtic or Celtic comes up, you say "fuck Boston." You know, and I'm, I'm not. You can chuck the archives. I swear to God, this has happened at least once before. I believe you. I'm just saying, you got Boston, uh, Massachusetts. You got a garbage basketball team, and your football team's a bunch of cheaters, and you should be ashamed of yourself. I don't feel that way because I don't have any opinion towards sports. So you send your hate to this son of a bitch right next to me. Anyway, if you want to send any. <laughs> Any love or hate to Alex, uh, or suggest an artist for us to talk about, talk about, bicker about, fight about, disagree about, like we usually do. Send all that to every album ever at gmail.com. Come at me, you townies. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> like, subscribe, share, uh, YouTube's and the Spotify's and the iTunes and all the things. Tell a friend if you like us, uh, or share our clips that we post and stuff. It's fall fun if or if you want or not. Thank you anyway. Uh, also, you can uh, check out the Celtic Frost playlist on Spotify that we've put together. Uh, you can find it, uh, a link to that in the description of wherever you're listening or watching. And of course, uh, that link as well as uh, a playlist for every episode we've done is on everyalbumever.com. Fun stuff. Also, last thing. I keep forgetting all my plugs until, unless I look at a fucking uh, list in front of me with I all the plugs. Forget. I'm not, not in love anymore. <laughs> Sorry. That is our periodic Michael McDonald breakdown. Oh, that was stupid. Uh, Instagram, you can find me at Pope Jesse Ventura and Alex at Mother Puncture. And if you want to follow my personal music account where I post things involving my music, where I put my music so you can shit on me instead of me. Well, it's 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 deserved, I think. Because I shit uh, on artists every week. It's an Ouroboros like situation. Yeah. And if you're an animal and you don't know what that is, it's a tail eating its own. It is a tail oh. eating its own snake. Yep. Absolutely. Because I'm an animal <laughs> and I got tongue tied. You can find my, my music shit at Pander Monkey, P-A-N-D-E-R Monkey. Uh, okay. Celtic Frost. So out of the gate, they got five albums and one EP or one compilation of the early stuff. Of two EPs. Two EPs. That's right. Uh, that came out in 1984. That's the first thing. And the last album came out in 2006. Uh, okay. Okay. I was excited for this because I have I had no experience with any of their music. I'm a big metal fan, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of friends in high school who loved this band. Uh, shirts all the time. Everyone had a fucking Celtic Frost shirt. Everyone pronounced it Celtic Frost in those days because they're uh, they were uneducated, uh, <laughs> and it was one, it was mostly associated with like the people more into black metal or death metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just dismissed it as that because I wasn't into it too much th- at the time. 
And I was, for this, I was excited. Like, finally, I'm going to get a chance to hear this band. And uh, I finally concluded I don't like this band at oh. all. Yeah. Uh, man, this is rough. <laughs> I... I like them. You like you like them. I, so we're gonna disagree a lot. Oh, we're gonna Fuck. disagree all the time <laughs> to the point where like I would li- I'd listen to them, but during this, I think they're one of at least in America. Like I think in Europe, they did get their due. I think they're one of the most underrated, really metal acts ever. I'm so so blown away right now. Because I don't know what you heard. I heard a lot. I feel like I heard the same things you heard, but I just, my God, did I not feel that way? My personal experience, I went like backwards for some reason. I threw on uh, Trypticonicon or whatever. The, the band Tom Warrior started in uh, like the mid 2000s. Okay. And for some reason, I stumbled upon that album and I was like, this is real good. Like, Celtic Frost has to be amazing. And then I worked my way backwards Mm -hmm. and I was like a fan, but like the, the heaviness and how, like how far out there they were at the time of the recordings. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Whoa, I do. Yeah. They're, they're credited as basically pioneering more black metal than death metal. Obviously, All right, I think they just use uh, extreme metal extreme because, metal. because I could see why both genres pull from them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like it's not really either to yeah, me. It doesn't sound at all like black metal or, or death metal. Yeah. It's just, it's, at, uh, we'll get into it more when we talk about the albums, but it's very uh, inaccessible like them where the, the riffs are all very, very ugly. Get very, yeah, very dark band, very dark band straight. And the, the vocals and everything is like, don't like us, <laughs> please don't like us. That's what I felt like. I mean, that kind of like before Celtic for us, he had a band called Hellhammer. Mm-hmm. And I know, it, I know the name. Why yeah. Not? That was very much a, like not designed to be popular. Very much like this is, he said like a haven for our friends. Mm-hmm. Like, so even from like the get go, it, it was never like meant for people to like, to, to like. Yeah. Um, I do think there are harsher, more inaccessible metal bands. Like I honestly, I honestly feel like this is like second tier. Like after you get into your Metallica's, your Slayers, I think, I think you should move on to, to this band, to this band. Whoa. Dude, so one of the first, uh, not the first big things that I took from this was like, we we always talk about our death episode because it was such a fucking fun episode and we we love that band so much and how they pioneered an entire subgenre of metal. And I, how, I thought we were gonna have that same bonding experience uh, on this episode. So apparently not. Apparently not. Because the thing I, I took from that band was even if you're kind of into metal, you need to check out death. And this one, as I thought. Even if you're into metal, you're probably not going to like this. It's it, I, you got to be a, a fucking metal nerd to enjoy this. I shit. disagree. It's not like it's not like mayhem or like dark throne. I think or, mayhem is far more interesting or not interesting, but like enjoyable. And damn, mayhem is not exactly enjoyable. Damn. I like mayhem. Uh, I don't love mayhem. And was it uh, dark throne is like the one uh, 
shit. The one with the the big three, the the Holy Trinity album, unholy Trinity albums, right? Uh, Is yeah. that Dark Throne? Um, Whatever. There's three like pen, and we're forgetting the third one. The third one is it's not Bergem, is it? Or Bootsum with uh, the murderer? Oh uh, fuck that guy. Um, no Nazi murderer. No, he was in Mayhem, and then he did. Like, and then he did Bergem after. Yeah. So Mayhem, Dark Throne, and oh my god, I'm so annoyed that I, people are going to be fucking angry, like yelling at my brother for sure. Was like, you idiot. You. <laughs> He's a big black metal fan. But point is, uh, what the hell was I saying? Uh, about how nerds. how this is like kind of inaccessible even for people yeah because it's mike's words not mine i i do think it's super inaccessible like those bands are harsher but uh they're like i don't I, you know i i i'm already stumbling over my own words i just didn't like it because <laughs> i don't know it doesn't feel um none of it felt very satisfying to me like it has some cool shit and it's it's interesting from beginning to end mm-hmm. it's always like oh this they don't stop doing things that I'm not expecting for mm-hmm. damn sure. Uh, I just think uh, Tom Gabriel, Tom Warrior, whatever you want to call him. Tom Warrior, that's is, quite the name. That's, this, a, that's a fucking hilarious name. That's Dude, like a Tom rest, Warrior. Yeah, that's like a wrestler name. <laughs> yeah. Today's Tom Warrior. Mean means try. Ding, 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 ding. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, like when he's younger, he kind of looks like Gollum, and now he just looks like <laughs> ECW wrestler Raven. All right, it's a step up. <laughs> but yeah, he was this like, he's like, I got beat up every day in school. And like, I didn't want, he, he's like being a little mellow, dramatic, yeah. not about getting beat up, but he's like, I didn't want to make music like this. Like it, this came out of it me. found me. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's. And he says it in like the scary, like Switzerland. Switzerland. Well, so where are they from? Uh, I believe Switzerland. Switzerland. See, I, I knew Scandinavia. Uh, in the last album, I, I could have sworn I thought I heard German. So, uh, but I, that's kind of close. Yeah, Switzerland. That's mm-hmm. why they're that's why they're friends with Giger. Giger, love. I'm a big man. I popped the mic right there. I'm a big uh, HR Giger fan. Uh, anybody who knows me knows I'm severely mentally ill, which is why I enjoy him so much. I'm more, not mentally ill, but more penises. Oh, it's, it's such fucking great art, though. <laughs> it's it's awesome. One, uh, one of the goats yeah. of drawing dicks. <laughs> I would say the, the, the goat, goat, the yeah. goat of dick drawing. Uh, no one draws black wieners the way this man does. No, not even God. So, okay. So from Switzerland, when did they form? You said after, well, uh, Hellhammer was first. When did Hellhammer form? In 81. Uh-huh. And uh, Warriors kind of said like, yeah, we were, we were kind of shitty. And he's like, um, but like, he's been shit on his whole life. So he didn't think much of it yeah. at first. And then he kind of realized like, okay, like this needs to go in a level that obviously this band's not prepared for. And we've had so much bad press. Like, no, I think maybe metal blade was interested in them. And then mm-hmm. like metal magazines, everybody was just like this the stupidest, the worst, really the worst band ever. And then so he started Celtic Frost, which... Uh, he wore a fake mustache while he was in it, too? <laughs> no, but um, he was this kind of like, yeah, you know, you. we were so limited in Hellhammer. And even though Hellhammer got back together for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago. And um, yeah, so it was this like... He knew he could get to that next level, but just not in Hellhammer. So he did. 
Celtic Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so interesting. He doesn't even really like cite metal as influences. Like he's like he was more into punk because punk gave him like the the do it yourself attitude. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't have that, he oh yeah yeah wouldn't get anywhere. Uh, he Motorhead, uh, Bauhaus, and Sisters of Mercy. Those are like his big. And the outcomes, the most earliest instance of extreme metal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Not so much the EPs, but when they start doing albums, holy, it gets real zany. My God, I'm excited yeah. to talk about these, and it's not gonna be. <laughs> be gushing that's for damn sure i am oh boy i'm gonna get the vapors oh let's do it then all right let's kick it off uh 1984 morbid tales like if you had tom mariah's vocals this is just thrash yeah (laughs) I do hear like the motorhead. Yeah. Something about his voice uh, around these albums, like or this early stuff. He just sounds like a dude sound, trying to sound gruff. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really sound gr- gruff. He sounds like a skinny dude trying to sound gruff. It's funny. Okay, let's talk. It's kind of a stereotypical metal voice, but it's also not like I think by now, like today's standards, it seems like, oh, he's just trying to metal it up. I think people have like gone and kind of twisted or evolved what um, what they laid down. But yeah, like by today's standards, this is about as regular metal as it gets. Yeah, it's. Even then, there's still like a lot of different genres the album touches on. Like, I feel like it's a little, it's a little sluggy. So, uh, I feel like you're you're probably referencing uh, Procreation of the Wicked. Did you look at my notes? I did not. But <laughs> I fucking love that song. So do I. Uh, and I always introduced that song when I was like ten years old, maybe younger, by Sepultura covering it. Oh shit! And they have a really good cover of it. It's even sludgier. It's even more. Well, there's like a guitar riff on there where I'm like, that sounds like the Melvin's uh, song, Amazon. Yeah. Put on a little bit of that motherfucker. That's a Dude. good ass. Like, cause, oh man, it's a good song. Like, I didn't, I forgot that it was by Cubs Frost. There it is. No, when, when the, after this, it changes slightly and it gets more Melvin's-y. But that's the riff I'm talking yeah. about. Go right here. After hit, after this one, right there. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes down a, a, a couple keys. Yeah, this yeah. fucking song is amazing. Oh, it's so fucking good, man. God damn. See, I love that song, and I love. I wish there was more on that uh, like that, but it's mostly like thrashy. Well, I think, uh, I don't know if he's always had the mentality, but I know he's not like a fan of like, uh, have you ever heard the term riff salad? Uh, 
where like uh let's say like Dillinger Escape Plan is a riff salad band where it's just fucking all the time all the time so that's like that's similar to death metal syndrome what I what I talk about but with with uh Dillinger it's even harder to follow even less even less riff more it's like a constant shifting solo yeah well yeah he's just not a fan of that he he'll always pick um because he's like it's called heavy metal it's not called fast metal and even though there is speed metal now there there is is speed metal but At at the time of this there was speed metal yeah but he's like at its core it is heavy. All right. Metal. All right. Mr. Purist over here. Mr. Fucking Gollum Purist. That's he, mean. I see. Like, I kind of agree with him. Like, he refused to like, uh, I think he has like a story where he could have watched like the Black Sabbath reunion, but he's like, Bill Ward's not there. I'm not doing it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Why? Because it's not Black Sabbath. Without Bill Ward. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he. He is pretty paramount to the sound, but he's not the only thing. Par- ah, whatever. That's yeah, that, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, he is, is, he's he, a purist. Yeah, yeah, he is a purist. Uh, it's funny about the, the the heaviness you're talking about because these songs are written heavy. They're probably performed heavy, and it, they are not produced heavy. And it's it is wimpy as fuck. There's like no low end. The bass is just sounds like a, a thin guitar mm-hmm. more than anything else, uh, which is really disappointing, especially on tracks like Procreation, where it's the heaviest riff you can never hear yeah i just i don't know i chalk it up like to being in switzerland in the 80s and poor yeah for sure no that's that's definitely it uh but it it still hurts the album or compilation whatever this is uh yeah this is so it's the morbid tales ep and then the emperor's return but emperor's return ep so any modern version anything streaming you'll see with morbid tales on it also includes Emperor's yeah. Return. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, fucking Dance Macabre. Dude, the That's intro fuck- is ridiculous. It's a fucking, like, I'm like, is this like leftover audio from like a Clive Barker movie? It's ridiculous. It's insane. A lot of it, like, there is not too much. It's on that track, but it's not too much of it on this entire release where it's, He's, tr- he's trying to sound make make evil sounding things like that that don't exactly qualify as songs mm-hmm. really, but like you know we're just gonna make an evil track here. Yeah, they do that later <laughs> a lot, but the emphasis on uh trying to be evil is not that bad on here. No, it's I don't just even mostly thrash. That's kind of heavier. I don't even think it's kind of like like arguably they've like laid the groundwork for. You know what? I'm gonna save that comment for another. El- when we get to another album, but all right, all right. return to e- return to Eve. Is that the like very first, I think like Celtic frost did the very first. Ooh, like the metal, like do it, put it, Oh man. I didn't timestamp it. God damn it. Alex. The thing he does in like almost every song, uh-huh. but, uh, I'm like, did, cause now it's like, so Oh, that, Ooh. yeah, dude, that's a super, that's a Danzig thing. Yeah, now every now every like so many bands do it, but I'm like, was this one of the like first early? I don't know when Danzig started doing it because I I know that it's a Danzig thing for sure. Well, he could have got it from the punk punk uh, scene. Thing, thing is, uh, I don't think I've heard Danzig do it with the Misfits. I heard a lot with Danzig the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool though. <laughs> no, now it's like now it's like real standard. Yeah. But to me, that's like a trademark like 
Tom Warrior. Fascinating, fascinating. Thing. Yeah. Um, I will say shout out to the other the other two main members. There's kind of like a revolving door throughout the albums, but like the other two main members are Martin Eric In A I N. Mm-hmm. He's the bass player, and Reed Saint Mark are the drums. Um, they're not on every album, but that is like the closest thing to a classic lineup. Yeah, yeah. they do come back a lot of the times. All right, all right. Uh, I I still think it's <clears throat> it, it it's kind of if you enjoy like Exodus's first album or or uh, I, <sighs> I it, like it's hard. It's a it's a very specific kind of thrash where like later when it gets to like. 87 88 years thrash got way more technical and faster mm-hmm. but like you know like megadeth's first album like 80 this perfect around this time period like 84 85 where it was still fast but not like over the top solos all over the place mm-hmm. it's like it's just if you like that you like this and uh it's it's very similar to that except it's just heavier it's heavier um and it's so bizarre to me that procreation is on that because that doesn't sound that's like to me a total pioneering track because the rest of it sounds like oh it's just a lower a, d- a down tuned thrash album yeah it's a little like a dirtier thrash yeah yeah it's gruffer for sure um but well you gotta that, crawl before you can walk yeah yeah i mean other than that it, uh, it's fine i don't i don't i did not hate it did not i'm not going back to it for damn sure uh except for the one track that i keep talking about over and over again uh but let's move on to the first actual album this is 1985 to Mega Therion there it is there it is This is so ugly. I love it. It's good. No, it's good, but it's it's so ugly. No, I know you use ugly as kind of like a yeah, and it's almost endearing. A, yeah, term. it's almost a compliment. See, I think I think if they had different vocals, yeah, I think they would be more a pr- like would have caught on. And would have been up there with the Metallicas and the Slayers. Vocals in this band are fucking awful from beginning to end. I really... I disagree. I hate it. Dude, I don't like them. On this album, they make me laugh. They're so cartoony, dude. No, there are... I will say there are cartoony things. Um, And then... So, yeah, we got the the Giger uh, cover with very minimal penis influence on it. That is actually... Pretty. I mean, there's still a lot of phallic things happening. Oh yeah, those snake uh, things are v- very phallic. But outside of that, like, it's uh, a good cover. Yeah, it's, it's a, a really good. I mean, anything with Giger, man. Like, I and yeah, uh, I don't know if he was like a fan of everyone who he he did art for. Like, he didn't Emerson Lake and Palmer yeah, cover. Yeah, right. uh, But he was a, like a supporter. Really. Of- he was a Celtic Frost fan? Yeah. That's hilarious. It makes odd. Well, duh. The man said he had like dreams of hell. Dude, when you look and sound like gear, <laughs> of course you're going to listen to Celtic Frost. Um, and yeah, also, I think like the Switzerland connection. Yeah, of course. Like made them feel a little closer. This album, uh, it definitely hit me more 
that this is ridiculously heavy for 85. This album is so it's not as innovative as other things, but it's still pretty fucking innovative to me. Um, like there's nothing catchy about it. No, no, it's just not at all. Fucking dark corner of the music world. It's a gauntlet of wrong purposefully, purposefully wrong notes, uh, dissonant progressions, ugly changes, uh, and everything evil, everything evil. Also, I realize listening back to some podcasts for some reason, I like reference music to video games. So I'm going to, this is the bloodborne (laughs) of music. Bloodborne is the best game ever made. It's fucking (laughs) horrifying. There's nothing relaxing about it, but it's so good. It's intense too. Like, uh, Fuck yeah, I love Bloodborne. But Jesus, man, like there's parts of this uh, where I, I do appreciate a lot of the ugliness for it being interesting. Like the 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 decision to play something that that you know sounds off putting, yeah. because because it's off putting is cool to me. I like that. I don't enjoy it. I uh, audibly. I uh, I should have played the intro track, but. Dude, I c- Put it on okay. the edge because that's on I my notes. At, it was a holy shit moment for me. That's a bold opening. Bold for a metal band in the eighties. Before you press play, this is <laughs> this. This will be your introduction to this album. The first thing you'll hear is this shit. Yeah, I mean it's basically it's a minute long. Horns and kettle drums. Yeah. Dude, that is the ugliest fucking riff I can imagine. With an ugly, ugly horns. It all sounds like ass. I it speaks to a part of my soul. <laughs> oh, dude, you need to stop looking at Giger. The Edge Lord in me loves that. Um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so the thing I was gonna say earlier that I'm coming back to is like, I don't even know like what metal bands to compare this to. Because I think with time, bands like Cradle of Filth and Demu Berger have like taken the concept and like twisted it and turned it into this very more like thematic mm-hmm. uh, stage show thing. Um, arguably more cartoony, which isn't a bad thing. It's just more cartoony. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. It's so crazy. Like. Like to me, there's a level that's not genuine with those bands. Mm-hmm. And I say that as someone who listened to Cradle Filth yep, yeah, yeah. way longer than I should have. Yeah. Um, like to me, this is always like Celtic Frost is always genuine. It's for sure genuine because you know they were broke doing this stuff. There wasn't like a, a, a scene behind it, really. Uh, there wasn't a. It's it, like I said, it's a, it, these are these, these songs are like <laughs> music alienators dude if you like music i don't think you'd want to listen to this and i like it but uh this album it's it's so tough because it's not like a it doesn't have enough punchiness and speed or heaviness to like really get you in that that kind of guttural uh um primal uh aspect that a lot of metal taps into Mm -hmm. it's just dark and ugly and word it sounds like someone dying <laughs> like, i don't know how else to put it i feel like if i had found celtic frost before neurosis because uh, it took me a while to get into neurosis Same. i, I would have been more willing to accept neurosis had i listened to this band first and so like 
Once you've gone neurosis, this is a fucking cakewalk. I like neurosis though, and I I don't really like this band. Like, I don't know, maybe because I do I do feel like neurosis does hit that primal part mm-hmm. where it's just so heavy and satisfying, and everything is so well produced and well performed here it's like these guys are fine but they're not like amazing at oh i any disagree of i disagree really i think they're fucking at this stage in this album i don't fucking think so it, and man and it's that's that opening intro isn't even the only time they use those ridiculous horns and kettle drums no uh don of mache mache let me see how do you spell that uh Oh, uh, I think it's Megiddo. I think you forgot the Megi- Megiddo. Megiddo is a, it's a thing in uh, the Bible. It's a thing. I don't know. It's thing about well, Satan. While we're on the Bible, the title to Megatheron Theron, yeah. is uh, Greek for the great beast, which uh, Aleister Crowley called himself from the book of Revelation. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. He He's the biggest himself, nerd. He called himself the, I am the great beast. beast. You will call me nothing other than the great beast. Probably with, with no dumb pa- fucking hat. With no pants on. For sure. For and sure. then. Dude, to, exhausted wills. To make a Theron also adds up to 666 using uh, Greek Jamirta. Yeah. Basically, it's assigning gematria. Gematria. Basically, know. it's assigning numerical value to words oh, and letters. Okay, ah, that's all fucking very nerdy. It's so nerdy. It's such a stretch. Like when you're playing that, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's not. Even I'm remotely, the great beast. <laughs> it's not even remotely scary. It's no, like, it's not. It's it's far more scary when you don't know what they're trying to do. When they're like hiding little Easter eggs of evil <laughs> behind is, every aspect. Is this the? Uh, Right here. I'm I'm gonna queue up some of the horns and uh go ahead because I wrote timestamps. Oh, very for good, you very guys. Good. Uh, so I do think this is all right. I got it ready. Got it? Okay, I'll. here's here's some because before it was kind of isolated, but this is like with the band. Okay. <laughs> so many wrong notes. <laughs> It works for, I don't know, it works for me. I'm, I'm never getting laid after this podcast. <laughs> Especially because you worship the devil. Uh, I was expecting to get a laugh from that. <laughs> no, uh, Why well, don't? I know, you know, I, know. I, think I, he's, know. I think he's cool and all, but. <laughs> uh, shit, I thought I had. So this whole album. Uh, it's as evil and ugly as the first album, not first album, the first EP, but uh, I just, it's, I think it's a lot better just in terms of the production really helps. This is a more, lot. and this is like more unique. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really sound like generic thrash. I mean, the first one didn't sound like generic thrash, but it definitely sounded like it could be uh, lumped in with thrash. Mm-hmm. This one, not so much. This is a real... These are the most bitter riffs I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Salty. Yeah. Salty Super riffs. salty. Uh, actually, I, I will note. Uh, I can fucking read. Um, Tears in, Pro- in a Prophet's Dream. Mm-hmm. It is. It's one of the, it's like the first official non-music. This is all evil, scary track. Mm-hmm. Uh, legitimately creepy. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good track. And yeah. it, it's not. It's n- more effective than the. Uh, Dance Macabre, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not music, really. 
I mean, I guess that's a, a it's this atmosphere. It's not a song. White yeah. noise. It's like a white noise, but it, it it nails what it's trying to do, which is be evil and creepy. I dig it. Good album. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. I I do. I still believe this is not going to convince casual metal fans even a little bit. I'm. It's so hideous, dude. Casual metal fans, if you're not fucking around with Celtic Frost, like, what are you even doing with your life? Like, Listening to better music, my man. Oh no, no, <laughs> I this man, especially if you like Doom, especially if you like Sludge, like. See, I Man. love Sludge more than I love Sludge more than Doom, but at this stage, it's not very sludgy. It's it's more of this weird, non-label specific, ugly metal that they kind of pioneered. It's like ugly symphonic metal because now symph- symphonic metal is there's nothing ugly about it. It's no, very, that's like very, fucking very slick, very power metal, Sonata Arctica, it, fucking crap. Yeah. yeah. Sorry if you like them, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on. Good album. This is like a classic, I'm sure, right? People, oh, yeah, people yeah, fucking yeah. love this yeah. one. Man, I'm going to get some hate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you were that hard on it. Really? Like, I I thought you were, as someone who this said they loved that album, I thought you were fairly okay. reasonable. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I try. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to the next. Uh, 1987 Into the Pandemonium. What a fucking weird cover song. As your opening track. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! Hey, you there! Hey! This turned into Matt Berlinski. Hey! We keep mentioning our friend Matt. Uh, if you guys met Matt, you'd love him. I had to, when I first heard this, I, I had to look up that it was a cover because... I thought I was like, are they doing fucking hair metal now? What, what's happening? What the fuck? Listen to this. This is the most, that is the most generic four chords in all of rock music. Yeah, this is a weird song to have on this album. As the opening track. And here it is. Oh no. Radio. I'm. So fucking bad. I want okay. I want you to do me a favor before we talk about it. I want for because it's, it's on that track. Yeah. I want you to put on two minutes eleven seconds and listen to these backup vocals because I when I heard this I had to rewind it and then listen to it again and I did that like six times in a row because I was dying laughing. I was oh, bent yeah. over laughing. Also, before I play it, it's real uncomfortable on the main course how like the backing vocals sings it normally and then Tom's kind of like off. Radio, yeah, yeah, that Mexican radio. Yeah, it's like he's <laughs> it's like a fucking troll. He is a troll. <laughs> Not like in a like troll. Like Internet this, troll. Physically. No, he's a, he's a bridge troll. Physically, For he's sure, a bridge, bridge troll. troll. Yeah. Okay, All right. here we go. Do it again, do it again, put it, put it, put it on again. <laughs> so despite that, despite that, 
best what? best no. album, personal no. favorite. No but, fucking yeah, way. I love this album so much. <laughs> it's so that song excluded. <laughs> This is probably the most. Oh my god! Oh shit! I'm, I'm fucking crying. This is probably the most we've we've laughed. Oh my! How is this your best album? I fucking love it so much. Like the next track, "Mesmerized," is so weird. It's so moody. Like, man, the orchestral shit really comes through on this album. Like, um. I bought up Mesmerize. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Robert Smith stumbled into the studio. He's like singing now, but I, I his singing, it, it reminds me like a, like a, like a weirder, weaker Roz Williams from Christian death mm -hmm. where he's kind of mumbling. It, it sounds like he it doesn't even sound like he's singing. It sounds like he has like a stomach ache. It, he's yeah. Like, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. It's, it's And the thing is, I like it better than his, his growls from the first two releases. Mm -hmm. uh, oddly enough, I don't even know why. And then, uh, I'm not gonna the Daloon Daloon track is oh this, um it's uh I'm gonna try to say it with with the accent I'm not I'm gonna fuck it up it says it's uh tristes de la lune like so, is this lady vocals that's like a full on French film track yeah. it's and it's my favorite track in the album really favorite, I love really? it I fucking love it um. Caress into Oblivion, you bring in like the wacky, like Sepultura percussion on the drums. That's that that one felt more like the, the Celtic Frost that I enjoy quite a bit. I did, let me, did dig that. Let me pull those drums up so y'all know what I'm what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fucking Mexican radio. Okay, okay, compose yourself. Okay, all right. I think that's really fucking cool. It's interesting. Uh, and and kind of like the album before this, they're not like those outside elements are not mixed well, mm -hmm. uh, which is not it's not a fault to their implementation, but it is it does sound odd. It sounds like they recorded in. Uh, a separate echoey room and then thrown on top of it. Yeah, or like they were too scared to have it, so it's just kind of low. In yeah, the mix. yeah. And then you got one in their pride. That's a straight industrial metal. It sounds like a fucking ministry song. Yeah, and it, all this shit is on one album. It's it, it's this album confused the fuck out of me. It, I was so lost by the end of it. It is the most like. Like a manic depressant recorded this fucking album. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty <laughs> pretty apt. Also, on my notes, I wrote this is this is the real S and M right here. Like this is arguably more cool and like translates better as like a metal orchestral thing than anything. Oh, you mean S and M from Metallica? They're talking yeah, about yeah. fucking sex right now. The oh whole no, time. No, 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 sorry, Metallica's S and M. Okay, okay, so the far like, less sexy with uh. Michael Kanan. <laughs> I, I fucking think that's his name. I don't know who that composer Kanan. is. Kanan. I think that's his name. And then... He, like, did, he did, actually did... Sorry. He did the score or the soundtrack for Die Hard. Oh. That's why I know him. Nice. Yeah, anyway. I didn't know that. Uh, and then, to me, like, Celtic Frost, like, Magnum Opus. Am I using that correctly? I believe so. Rex Irear. Requiem. Oh, God. Oh, no. I oh my love God. that song. 
I fucking really. I think it's one of the greatest metal songs ever. What? Ever. 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 Forever. Ever. <laughs> Forever. Ever. It, I. It's impossible for me to take that song seriously. I, so, everything that it tries, it is just so to the extreme. It's. It is the most cartoony. It is the most cartoony. There are cartoony elements. I'm not gonna lie. The operatic vocals, the female operatic, that fucking op- works for me. There's so many instances that this band uses female vocals, and m- man, the vast majority, I thought, I think they sound strange and w- weirdly placed. I, I just did, didn't gel mm. with me. <clears throat> and I mean, the, it's not like a like a like a out of left field. It, it's more of the kettle drums and the horns that we've been introduced to already. Mm-hmm. Put on a little bit of that song because I, 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 I'm shitting on it because I remember it very poorly. Not poorly. I remember it negatively. I remember it very negatively. You mean the greatest Celtic you, so, song so you say, Alex, ever recorded. But we all know you're a liar and you're a known liar. Known liar. Six minutes of awesomeness. That production really does hurt it. They're not mixed well at all. Because it's a cool violin line. Yeah, it could be be a Mahavishnu song right now. Yeah. Is that King Diamond? Oh, that's a lady, Alex. No, I. <laughs> I, man, it, you know what? The weirdness is actually very fascinating to me. I I think it might just be the song itself that I really don't like because those chord changes really don't do it for me. Maybe. maybe yeah. I, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I think we brushed over the ministry song too much because... Oh, should I give them a sample? Full-on drum machine, which is hilarious when you're listening to what is essentially an extreme metal album. Like, we're talking about it, and it all sounds so random, but I think it's, like, for me, like, it all works for some reason. Like, like pineapple on pizza is disgusting, but I'm going to use, it's like, why would you, why would you do that? What's that doing on my pizza? Right, right. But here, it all fucking works for me, for whatever reason. This like, album is your pineapple. Yeah, this is my pineapple pizza album, and uh, one in the pride. Here we go. I don't know how I forgot how jarring this is, especially in the context of this album. See, like, I disagree. Like, you don't I, think that's jarring to hear a full on D- Run DMC drum machine at the beginning <laughs> of a fucking extreme metal album? I don't know. It fucking works for me, man. <laughs> like, this is, <sighs> or maybe more, this is like, uh, some people think like Guy Ferrari creates like abominations of food. Wait, what? Like they just think like he makes like abomination. Like why would you put a fucking uh turducken with a pig and, oh, and cheeseburgers? Because he's a fucking genius. You you trust a man that big who oh, who loves food that much. Dude, you trust that man, dude. I was watching the stupid Sammy Hagar show, and it was him and Guy Ferrari going to Maynard from Tool his uh-huh. vineyard, and they took a private jet there. 
And uh, Sammy's like, hey, man, uh, got a got a chef on here. You want something to eat? And I'm sure it was staged, but it's so fucking funny. And Ferrari's like, oh, no, I got us, man. And he pulls out fucking hoagies. I'm like, that's why people hate you, because like that's the most guy Ferrari thing ever. Also, they're jealous. They don't have that hoagie. Absolutely. Uh, I went on a I weird, would, wild detour dude, right now. All that made me want is to hang out with Sammy Hagar and Guy Fieri. Uh, if not only just to hear Sammy Hagar uh, howl every now and then. It, <laughs> those also, those two meeting Maynard is one of the most awkward things. Is because Maynard's awkward? <laughs> well, he is awkward. And yeah, it's like these two guys who like bleach their fucking hair and wear flames. Dude, they wear the same kind of stupid red rim sunglasses that I, I've been <laughs> ranting about since the. Cabo Wabo, baby. <laughs> Hello, baby. Hello, Maynard. Now we're just talking about Van Halen. Episode 18. Check that one. <laughs> we we tear into Sammy Hagar pretty viciously. Or I do, at least. No. I liked one song. You can't say I liked him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Uh, but this album, uh, by the end of it, I usually have like a, like, oh, I enjoyed that or I didn't enjoy that. This, at the end of it, all I could think was that was just fucking weird. That was so weird. I don't even really know. I think it's worth checking out for the sake of how insane it is. It's not something you put on in social gatherings. Don't ever, ever put it on in front of your friends. It's ever. It's not something you put on when you got a lady over. Don't ever put any metal on if you have a lady over, to be fair. Unless they... Unless I think I could squeak in some metal. Very specific metal songs. Very specific digestible metal. Yeah. But... Uh, it's, a, it's a male genre. Like... Oh, yeah. I don't even know why. It's a fest. I don't even know why. Like... That's, that's odd it's to me. Very aggro. It's very yeah. Because I knew a lot of girls who did who were in the metal, but the, the the ratio was just ridiculous. It was not no, even close. It is. I think that's why a or in my day, um, girls were more likely to be into like screamo and emo, and even though they used heavy elements, yeah. I think because those dudes were wieners, <laughs> it was more like. It was they. They felt like it was less threatening because they're like he's got a little wiener voice. Well, I can I can listen to double a, bass. A lot of lot of wiener voices, but also uh, objectively, males that were more attractive. Yes, yes. M- male, I will metal, give them that. Metalheads are not good looking. As a guy who was a metalhead in my teens, not good looking. <laughs> Man, yeah, our choice in wardrobe is not always it is just, to this day not the best dude if it's one or the other it's either full-on spikes fucking studs everywhere or black t-shirt black pants <laughs> it's like it's too far and then not far enough in, mm-hmm. in both extremes uh and that's our thought on fashion so those are fun little detours about guy ferrari why girls think emo <laughs> is okay and yeah. metal isn't not all girls. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, in the very, I've met some pretty rad ladies who would dig some good music. But uh, we are on to the next album, the hardest album to find of this band because it's not streaming. This album came out in 1988. This is Cold Lake. Should I play the intro or? You, you need to. Okay. And I swear this is the same. Band. This is real. We're not kidding. Okay, okay. Well, We're fucking hip hop now. Well, not yet. 
But you're kind of like, okay, because you got one in their pride. So, okay, maybe. And then you're just like, did I throw on the right band? No. This is so confusing. What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Okay, okay, next song. The the Uh, actual first track. I mean, we only got eight seconds. Yeah, you're listening to the full intro. What the fuck is happening? And now we're there. And then you're like, well, maybe that was just a mistake. This isn't bad right now. This is okay. Even his boobs. Yeah. They're not as. His vocals on here have taken a change. Taken quite the change. Check this out. It is out. What are you guys? All right. Fucking enough of that. Fucking worst. Yep. Worst album. Worst by not even. No, there's no. No matter how much. No competition. No matter how much I don't care for this band. There is no fucking question. This is horrendous. I, so I think this is their worst album, but I don't think it's all that painful to listen to. Right. Um, it's not full blown glam metal. There are no. It's the, more thrash and he- heavy metal than, than glam. Yeah, but there's elements for sure. So Warrior, not only does he consider this like the worst, uh. Celtic Frost album ever. He considers it the worst heavy metal album ever. Oh. Which to you, sir, I say you should listen to Glamour Pantera. Because Yeah, there's some this, rough shit there. It's a low bar, and I'm not saying this is a good album, but this is vastly easier to listen to than any of that glam I, metal Pantera. Right. I found this more unapologetically boring than infuriating. I like, would that, I, that those Pantera albums are pretty fucking rage inducing yeah yeah and it's so weird so like they broke up after touring for into the pandemonium and then got back together six months later um warrior said he had like very little interest in it and lit this guy named michael amberg to compose most of the album Mm mm-hmm and uh, he's also says he was too eager to just have a good time. He just wanted to have a good time. He said he was kind of like drained from composing all the music. And now he's with musicians who also want to compose music. Okay. And he's like, it's exciting. We're this we're this going to have fun. But he said that was a mistake. <laughs> um, this was intended to be more like a, a melodic album. Uh huh. And it just, it didn't turn out that way. I think this was like intended to be more like Sisters of Mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who are interested, there are three songs on streaming on the Parched with Thirst Am I and Dying compilation. What's it? Which, which, uh, which song? Uh, Juices Like Wine, Cherry Orchards, and Downtown Hedo. Uh, oh, uh, downtown. Oh, that's downtown Hanoi. Hanoi. Like in the, 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 the Vietnam. Uh, and those are um, mixed a little heavier, a little dirtier. They're they're Tom Warrior approved mixes. Uh huh. I would, but not Tom Warrior approved songs. No. Nor Alex and Mike approved songs because I mean I don't know how you feel about those songs, but I think they fucking blow. Yeah, uh, there's nothing real like 
memorable at all. Like, I, I disagree. Very slightly, slightly. Like here and there, I still... The chorus to uh, Petty, Petty Obsession, mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Okay. And then that's, that's the only thing in the whole album is that one chorus. Um, like, like juices like wine, I could kind of see why that's included, but then the vocals are comical to me on the that vo- song. The vocals on this entire album are, man, it's, it's like, uh, an impression of the worst thrash metal vocalist. Mm. I, I can't even wrap my head around why someone would try that. Yeah. It sounded okay. Real lackadaisical, um, Although I could see when you're doing, uh, in my opinion, very challenging music on the last two albums, and how challenging to listen to, am I right? <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Sorry, yuck. go on. Um, I could see why you're doing that, and if you are the main contributor to that, the and this financially being fucking in the dumps, I could see how this album could happen. Like I, I get it. I totally understand why I went there. There's a yeah, a lot of shitty albums happen for a litany of reasons. This is just another one, but I do think it is truly awful. It's it was, it's so bo- like man, I wasn't tired listening to this album, but I became tired. Uh, yeah, and, and it's and it, it it's double worse because this band went from being the most unpredictable, weirdest, completely bonkers metal band to being the most generic predictable boring forgettable one like with over the course of one album like i give metallica so much credit for being able to go from injustice or injustice to the black album because it's fucking crazy like i don't care what anyone says like the black album is fucking amazing it's a fantastic album i do i think i probably like justice a lot more but i still think black album is fantastic yeah and just to like do I'm using this term lightly simpler music and still maintain that integrity Yeah, is like that fucking the way they pulled that off Bravo. And obviously you can see with other bands that very few bands can pull that off. It's, it's very difficult, especially when you, uh, for, for there's a, a whole large camp of people that think that simple means less interesting. Simple means more boring. Simple means, less good and it's Mm. it's, that is not the case like you can it's just you're probably maybe less talented if you can't pull it off because there's lots of good interesting complex simple things Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a very very gray world of music there and again it goes into the uh tom warrior mentality of uh you know being heavy is more important than anything technical so Mm -hmm. i can see why this album happened hmm you know, in, in, a, in a sort of a, a wider scope, uh, this album only attributes to how weird the band is. It really does. Because and this band, where we have a few more albums to go, they keep changing. They keep getting weirder. They keep... It's... Man, unpredictable fucking band. And this is just another instance of their unpredictability. It just happens to be whack, in our opinion. Yeah, and in most people's yeah. opinion. Like, uh, yeah, it's out of print. It's not on streaming you can find it on youtube or what however you find music yeah. it's it's available that's not for purchase yeah um and like i said obviously he has some attachment to those those three songs otherwise mm-hmm. i don't think they'd be on the compilation album mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
not like people were fucking, you know, but yeah, petitioning for them. I don't know. I think if a band is ashamed of music, though, just, I don't know, put it out there, like, because people are going to want to listen to it. Nerds. And, yeah. 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 Like, like us. I mean, we literally had to seek them out. <laughs> yeah. Or seek this one out. And yeah, it's just like, yeah, you may not be proud of it, but I don't know. It's part, it's part of who you, who you are and your, your DNA of the band. Yeah. And as a, as a quick selfish side note, man, I, there's so much music that I've written over my lifetime that is completely gone and, and not written down and it's forgotten that my God, would I be humiliated if I heard it now? But <laughs> in a way, like, I do miss it. Like, I do wish I, I could reflect on it a little bit. Uh, so record your shit, people. Record your shit. Keep it around. It's a, it's a diary. It is. It is. So let's move on. What's next? So we fast forward to 1989. This is... It's not 1990? Or 1990. I don't... Sorry. It is 1990. I don't know why on the album. 1990. Vanity Nemesis. The heart, please. I always forget that's there. That whisper. Well... I think we're back. It sounds like we're back a little bit. This is kind of a course. <laughs> it's kind of a, a course correcting album. Yeah. A lot of intro. Standard metal fare, pretty much. Yes. Uh, man, I, the second I hit play, there's like a lot of relief. And then he starts singing. His voice still sounds pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk. This is like a return to thrash. Um, Very thrashy. Again. I give it, I still give it a miss. It's not, it's not bad. But like you've taken me to the mountains of madness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it up there. Yeah, and yeah, I just view this as like a course correct album. Like nothing really stuck with me. To me, this is like what Cold Lake should have been. Yeah. Uh, there's not as much cheese, but then it's not as adventurous. Nope. And it, this it kind of feels long. Uh, yeah, it's long and I don't like this album at all. I mean, shocker, right? Uh, fuck man. I, I was so pleased with that opening track. Like, oh fuck, they're heavy again. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it kept going on and on and his vocals are still bad. They're like almost as, they're not quite as bad as the last album, but they're still pretty bad. Like based on the cover, I thought they were going to do like a more like goth rock industrial thing. Cause that's kind of what the. Look at these fucking nerds. Yeah, dude, one of them has glasses. Come on, dude. You're yeah. taking a photo. Oh, man. Although I will say I'm sure this like helps some nerds get into metal because they're like, hey, look yeah. at that. Look at that wimpy dude. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then uh, you get like your deaf heavens. And, For uh, sure. Yeah. There was a another, another sidetrack. There was a I don't know if they're still together or not. Probably not. There's this uh, like retro thrash band called. They used to be called Meltdown. Then they changed it into Mantic Ritual for legal reasons, I guess. And the singer was a total fucking nerd who had glasses. Uh, and I remember uh, I saw them once uh, and they were opening up for destruction. 
the German thrash band, and made Destruction look like bitches. Like, oh wow, they were real good, real good. Uh, and then uh, that is my only instance with a metalhead with glasses. So anyway, <clears throat> there's also damn. Am I thinking? Who am I thinking of? What's got there? What's going on? Damn, there was some dude. I can't think of his fucking name. I think he might be in Wolves in the Throne Room. What, no. more, more eyeglasses? Yeah, yeah. This, like, does not dress the part. This, a nerd and plays, like, heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking great. I can't think of the guy. I might even have the wrong band. I might even have the wrong band. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's, Lots it's, of it's, those guys. Now. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a new world. We can do what we want. You can look how you want. Yeah. <laughs> but the album. Ah, fucking A, man, dude. Uh, I think it's a, this is a weird specific poll, but the intro and it's like a recurring riff in the song of uh, a kiss, of, a kiss or a whisper. It's like a really, really bad knockoff of the intro to Darkness Descends from Dark Angel, which is Gene Hoagland's. If, Famous metal drummer Gene Hoogle. It's his main band. Uh, Darkness Ascends by Dark Angel is a fucking incredible album. Mm-hmm. It's the opening track. It has this fucking amazing build-up intro. That song is that exact riff, just with shittier notes. Just shittier progressions. Same exact <laughs> rhythm, same build-up, just worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, all I could think about the whole time was how there's a better version of this riff out there. Uh, sure. The, the vocals I already mentioned that I don't care for on this album at all, but on uh where did i can't this island earth that that's one of the worst songs oh one of the worst songs god they're so horrid they're horrid on that song yeah i'm glad you wrote that down (laughs) because i had i was like this is one of the worst songs ever it's so bad throw this throw this on the cold lake album and let's forget about it yes please what else did I fucking like? I don't know. I, I did really, uh, really like the acoustic sections of uh, Wings of Solitude, but I do dislike the rest of the song, especially mm. the the female uh, backup vocals in the chorus sections. They're just so predictable. They're really, really cheesy. Uh, I I so so badly wanted this to be like uh, something different yeah. or like just part of the like evolution and it's this kind of like i said it's a course correcting thing more than anything else it's one not yeah for sure uh i don't i didn't pay attention to it much on the last album because i was fucking trying to get through <laughs> it but this one they are really showing off that new guitarist the solos are just overboard there's so many like they're pretty cool a lot of them are really good yeah. really really good and he's clearly a really good guitar player but <laughs> all over the, they just use any excuse to throw in a fucking Minute and a half solo. I should have looked up that dude's the second guitar player's name on this album, and that would be who is it? Who is? Oh no, guy? is that all? Was the same dude? I think that's all Tom Warrior. Really? Because before they were more, uh, like especially in the earlier stuff, it was way more dive bomby, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more um, not like uh, nonsense. Right. I nonsense. guess I guess it's a guy named Marn or Ron Marks. Ryan Ex- Marks, except on tracks two and seven. Okay, uh, yeah. Before they were they were very uh, Jeff Hanneman-y where it's like, but nonsense notes, not exactly constructed kind of thing, not mm-hmm. exactly constructed solo. Uh, here, these are these are full on solos with you could tell he thought about them and wrote them out, kind of. Also, yeah, there's a million guitar players on this album because their bass player also played rhythm guitar on some tracks. Uh huh. 
but there's a very specific solo. Whoever's soloing, uh, you on, it's the on same. what track? Uh, all of them, all, like, uh, most of them. There's a there. Whenever there's a guitar solo, it is clearly this dude. Well, Mr. It. Warrior is credited as. Ooh. Well, then it was probably him yeah. because uh, solos were never that prominent in this band, mm-hmm. and here they're uh, they're pretty prominent. I feel like. I don't. I. I yeah, there's a lot going on here. There's it's and it's so long. It is. It's this one the fatigue hit in. Yeah, or, yeah. I was uh yeah hoping it would it would turn things around for me. And it did not, boy. But I'm sure there's something someone can like. It, Maybe I, mean, I don't yeah, know. I how, mean, how do the, fans feel about this? Album? Yeah, they're not like ashamed of it the way they are with Cold Lake. Yeah. Like they'll reissue this album, and I'm sure this has its fans. But like I said. I've been, I've been to the peak. Yeah. You see, you've seen Zeus himself. Yes. And this may not be the bottom of the lake. No. Oh, this may be like the shores of the cold. lake. Yeah. It's like a fucking, that's a lukewarm lake. Yeah. Something like that. Tepid lake. Uh, So anyways, let's move on. Break up. Break up. In 1993. Okay. Uh, Were there reasons? Was uh, he poor and he could not afford to do this? This personality clashes i'm sure there was fatigue and then in 2002 uh michael air and uh tom gabriel start jamming start working on some songs yeah uh this was this next album was our so it leads to 2006 monotheist monotheist sorry (laughs) yeah i should have let you say That is real low. I, I love this album. See, he still does the ooh, but now there's some fucking guttural shit. Oh, I think being like in his 50s helps his vocals. Fuck yeah. Turn this up a little bit. So you still know it's him. It yes. is still Tom Warrior, but there is some act. It's more authentic. It feels more real to me. This this is like classic right up there with the rest of their classic albums. All right, let's talk. So obviously, because I've been talking shit this entire episode, best album, personal favorite by no dude, dude, this is no brainer. No fucking brainer, dude. I love this album. I almost gave this one one of those. Yeah. It was between the two for me. This is a fucking man. It's so always good when someone can come back real strong. Mm-hmm. This is arguably like one of the best like older dudes recording metal albums ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's fucking comes back with a vengeance. It is the heaviest they've ever been by a mile. It is even, so heavy. Even when they like slow things down for. They do do it a lot. There's a lot of sludges. So it's on here. so heavy. So good. So fucking heavy. Um, but yeah, this was supposed to come out around 2002, 2003. But I would think at this point, like Celtic Frost would have been legendary. Yeah. But I guess they still weren't. Mm hmm. So they had like issues getting the album financed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they this eventually decided to do it themselves. 
Um, after doing that, though, Sanctuary Media mm-hmm. uh, came on board and was like, we'll help you uh, distribute the album. So um, and then I think I think this album probably like helped cement them, at least in America. Yeah. As like real fucking heavy hitters. They finally like got their due. Yeah, I'm go- that's fucking very heartwarming to hear, even though I didn't care for any of the albums. I think those fucking Tomega, Megatherion, Megatherion and like Pandemonium are fucking, yeah, classic. Dude, this fucking album, man. And yeah, this album right up there with those other two. It's like, so different, too. Yeah. It's like I kept, I, I was kind of hinting that they, they're always unexpected and you never fucking know what they're going to do. Even if it's bad, there's still some, something unexpected. This is yet another left turn. Like I wasn't expecting, expecting them to lean so heavily into sludge. So, so down tuned, so low. So, so good. Production is the best it's ever been. Uh, all the things I was complaining that you enjoyed, but I was complaining about the, like the disconnect with uh, the, the female vocals where it just kind of didn't, it just didn't feel like it fit for me. And then a lot of the orchestral elements, uh, they, they were mixed poorly. Here it it's fucking beautifully done. Yep. The every time there's a the female vocal on here, it's fucking gorgeous. Every time there's a, a, an odd element thrown in there, works perfectly. Uh, what's the name of the song? Down down in ash. Uh, where is it? Fuck, man, I need to change the font. Down in ashes, drown in ashes because I can't read. Is full on synthy shit. Mm-hmm. Full on synthy shit. It's fucking awesome. Uh, great female vocals in that song. Uh, the the clean intro to uh, a dying god coming into human Love flesh. That song. It's beautiful, and I've never heard him sing sing before. Yeah, sounds awesome. I don't know why he didn't do that more, dude. Y- yeah, you need to check out his other band, uh, Trip Triptychon. Uh, that is, tr- yeah, Triptychon. Triptychon. Spell- spelled probably incorrectly, <laughs> dude. You need to check that out because that is more of this. Really? Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, and I'm that's in. yeah. Like I said, I started with that band for some reason, mm. and worked my way backwards. So like. I think you'd really like his other band. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, obs- obscured is another great, oh, fucking awesome, love it. So good, so good. Like, this is probably, like I said, I worked backwards. I guess other people should. This is probably like, if you appreciate heavy, heavy music, extreme metal to like the most literal sense of that. Not literal, but the most. Uh, truest the truest sense of extreme metal this is this is a yeah. great entry point yeah. and perhaps even more like if you're not on board with full weirdness like i think this is a, a good a great album to start with ironically oddly enough yeah i i because extreme metal is one of those things where man if you don't personally re- resonate with it or you don't kind of get it uh conceptually it is the most abrasive nonsensical thing in the world it is all i mean it is all the most ugly parts of sound like like i need i need highs and lows even in extreme music like yeah we just saw cattle decap and they're excellent musicians for sure but it's too much for me yeah it it was uh it was a an onslaught it was it was and i'm sure i'm sure there's people who dig it if you dig it good for you for sure uh i'm just saying like i can't like so when I think of like unrelenting metal, I don't think of this. Yeah. Although I understand how yeah, it's a long album. It's, it's yeah. real long. Yeah. And even the songs are real. 
There's a, tw- a th- yeah, fucking um, 12 minute banger called uh, uh it's in this is it's an evil fucking word. It's uh synagogue satana. Sat- you know sat- satana satani satani. You know why <laughs> I can't even fucking say it. It's what is it like some evil Latin? You know why it's evil? Because they went back for some more Crowley for there's more and more Crowley stuff, inspiration stuff on this. Yeah, it's 12 minutes and it's fucking awesome. It's man, it is. It goes through a lot of places. Very sludgy, as you would expect from a song that's 12 minutes. Yep. Uh, but it, it's like it feels more like two different songs kind of smashed together because yeah. the second half is completely different. It's got really, really cool, simple, but cool um, harmonies going on. Not like traditional harmonies where, you know, I'm singing one third below you and we're do- it's like the guitar is hitting this one note while the bass is doing this other fucking sludgy thing. And it, it, it just it blends very nicely. Um, like I said, it's produced fucking gorgeously. Uh, man, it's still very ugly. The riffs are still super duper ugly, like we know from Celtic Frost, <laughs> but they're just better. I don't know. That's like a really mm-hmm. lazy way to say that, but they feel better. They're because the production is so strong, they're way more punchy. They're more neurosis y, where it's just yep. every time you they hit it, you fucking feel it. Ah, it's good. Album. I was. Dude, I was so worried. <laughs> I was so worried. Because that's just because I wasn't. No, I, I've i listened to this album uh, before, before. So you knew it was, yeah. was going to be okay. Uh, I wasn't worried. Like I assumed it was going to be bad. I wasn't worried that it was going to be bad. I automatically went in. Oh, like this is going to be bad. I was worried that it was going to be bad and I couldn't decide on a, which one was the best for me. It's. And then when I heard it, I'm like, oh, thank Christ. It's yeah. Just, uh, yeah, this is it's, this one. It's so hard for bands who have been around, especially if they've made some stinkers to, yeah. to do this. And it's always like heartwarming and it's always a feel good story, even if they're making uh, abrasive music yeah. that's not yeah. for the masses. Um, yeah, this fucking album, I wasn't like following the band in real time. I like got into them later, but. God damn, yeah. If you were lucky enough to catch these dudes yeah. after like while they were supporting this album, fucking good on you. I can only imagine that that being a, an exhausting show. I would fucking cool, but dude, dude, I uh, we uh, you took me to see sleep some sometime ago. I forgot I took you. Yeah. Man, I like sleep a lot, but fuck, man, toward the end, I'm like I'm getting sleepy. They might as well play Sleep might as well just play Dope Smoker every time because that's what yeah. this turns into. Because there's no real breaks between the songs and there's no like... They got Dragonaut. Dragonaut's pretty, pretty like it'll, it'll perk you up a little yeah. bit. But for the most part, and boom. Yeah. Boom. Dude. Boom. Yeah. I made the mistake of going to watch Sun without knowing anything about sun really and i was like this is this is it uh give me 20 more minutes then i'll leave let me see where this is going yeah and for some reason i kept telling myself 20 more 20 more minutes and i was like what the fuck (laughs) did you ask for your money back no (laughs) no no i I never listen to sun but i i I don't dismiss them that's a whole nother podcast. Oh boy. Okay. Um, but yeah, the band broke up again. Okay. In 2008. Um, bass player. In, I don't know how to say that. Uh, yeah. A- what, how do you spell it? A I N. Ah, in, I would in, say in Martin 
Dean, he died of a heart attack in Ooh. 2017, so not that long ago. Jesus, how old was he? Uh, he was probably like late 50s. That's not that old. No, it's he not that been, old. Yeah, not taking care of uh, Tom Warrior still doing his thing still with, kicking? with trip, trip, Tripticon? Tripticon. 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 Still, That's a Y in it. So that I, dude's like 60, still doing it. And like I said, I feel like age just helps his gnarly voice. He's kind of like Lemmy in that sense, where like, dude, you you got like the perfect voice to be an old man. And I still don't care for his voice, even to the very end, but compared to earlier, to ages, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot better now. I like it a lot more. Uh, Man, I really thought I would like this band more, but I'm glad I at least like something. I got something from it. Man, the yeah, the the heaviness of how weird they are just fucking hit me while doing this this podcast. Because yeah. yeah, I've like dabbled or I'm like that's weird, but yeah, when you when uh, I'm doing the podcast and thinking about in the time frame and relation of other music coming out mm-hmm. and listening to like a whole discography. It's just fucking insane. Yeah, the man, like I, I for uh, a lot of these, <clears throat> I listen to one album, then I have to palette, cleanse my palate with something mm. w- way, way nicer, way less metal. <laughs> because uh, at that, because at a certain point, if you listen too much of this extreme shit in a row, it's gonna blend together. It's yeah. so, it's so intense. And like, like I was saying earlier, it is. Extreme metal is really like metal is not for everyone, but extreme mm-hmm. metal is insanely not for everyone. It's uh, uh, in my experience with the the music that I am knowledgeable about, it is the hardest one for me to pitch someone. Yes, because at least with like artsy experimental stuff, you can you can pitch it as oh it would be good for like a movie or it'd be good as like a you know ambient type of thing. For this. This is not, this is impossible to convince someone who's not already into this kind of thing. Yeah, there's not really, like, maybe a horror movie, but. Then it would come across, like, Rob Zombie-esque and, like, cheesy, because it's so, like, loud. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they just bless their hearts. (laughs) Don't you ever say that to them. They'll curse you for that. No, yeah. But. Mr. Tom Warrior. That was our episode on Celtic Frost. Exciting. I'm glad we tackled them. Man, that was a... Never thought I'd get around to them in my entire life. I thought we were going to fight more. You... I'm trying to be respectful here. I fucking didn't like a lot of it, but it's it's so weird that I can't shit on something that's that interesting. I just yeah. can't. I, I really... Man, it excites me when I hear something I haven't heard, something different, mm-hmm. something unusual. I get... I'm a nerd. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Even if I hate listening to it. Like this band. So recap, Alex. Best personal favorite into the pandemonium. Worst cold lake. I think we can agree there. Worst cold lake for damn sure. Best. Uh, that is. Wait, when did cold lake come out? 88, I believe. 88, yeah. And then, of course, the best one is a Monotheist. The last album that we just gushed about. Uh, yeah. I don't even. We just, we, we, I think we've capped it pretty nicely. Uh, I think I need a break from uh, extreme metal. After uh, you're not, spoiler alert, you're not getting it. I'm not. All right, I, maybe you'll get like a week off, right? No, next next episode will be more mellow. I already know what it is, unless you changed it. No, I didn't change it. Hold on, let me let me take a gander. No, 
no, our next one is super good. Look at that. No, but then after that. Oh, oh, okay. You're back. All right. All right. So maybe I don't get that much of a power concept. See, for people listening and watching, uh, we're being very, very vague and cool. Yeah. Next week is going to be cool and mellow. Week after that. It's not mellow. It's not mellow, but compared to this. And then the week after we'll, that, we'll, you'll see what we're talking about next week. We're gonna get fucking back to metal very soon. Man, we like talking about, dude. I was I was told recently that uh, we've been doing a lot of punk and metal, but I promise uh, after yeah after that, stick with us for two more episodes. We will get some more variety for sure. But I was also told that like it's really fun to listen to us talk about metal because these are like our most, especially like punk and metal. I know the most about punk. Uh, and metal more punk than metal, and then you clearly know a lot more about metal uh, than I it, do. It's our at our heart of hearts. Yeah. Even though we both listen to a lot of different things, at our heart of hearts, yeah. it those are those are our things. Yeah. And I don't even play metal or punk. I play things that are completely. Not, I have maybe metal elements, but uh, it's not even the music I want to. I want to make, but it is something that is that is stuck with me my entire life. Uh, and we're good at talking about it. So I think we're going to keep throwing them in there every now and then. We can keep tossing a little bit of like, every now and then. All right. Also, also it was uh, Mr. Mr. Daniel Noriega's yeah. birthday party. And uh, that is this a, past, one of my best friends and a friend of Alex as well. This past weekend. And it's just so, so flattering and nice when uh, your friends are like that's all anyone wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, that was very sweet. Like the whole what, time, it was all, that's all they were. All it was so about. sweet yeah. meeting, even though I met uh, Josh. Yeah, yeah, once before, but it's still real sweet yeah. and nice when yeah. people. Yeah, are I had no idea people. <laughs> my friends listen to this. I I naturally assume most people don't. Uh, so thank you, and we love you to everyone who's listening. It's fucking. It's fun. It's fucking fun. Yeah, I'm I'm also even if it's just our friends, much like Hellhammer and Tom Warrior's mentality, yeah. I'm glad our our friends at the end of the day this can be a, a haven for us to Fuck yeah. At least turn our buddies onto some shit. Yeah. Actually, no, if our friends didn't even enjoy listening to this, that'd be fucking hilarious. Like that would mean we are doing something very, very wrong. <laughs> oh man. But uh thank you so much, so much for listening and watching. If you would like to suggest an artist that maybe isn't so extreme, or maybe is, eh? uh, send all that to everyalbumever at gmail.com. <clears throat> of course, like, subscribe. You know, on the YouTubes and the Apples, you leave reviews and all the things. Uh, or if you tell a friend. Anyone who's listening on, on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Which are very low, right? Uh, it's actually not that low. It's, okay. Yeah, Spotify is not too bad. All right. Uh, mo- majority of humans use Apple, but there is a very, you know, Spotify, they care. They care. Uh, well, shit, I forgot what to plug. What is it? Do are they, you going to plug your do? music? Yeah. Play- oh, playlist. Playlist. Playlist of Celtic Frost should be in the description of wherever you're watching or listening as well as everyalmever.com playlist for every episode we pick a lot of music we've been procrastinating lately mostly me I keep forgetting to pick songs but they will be up I swear to god I get all my pot I get my picks in I get mine you, you get yours I bring the ruckus I bring the ruckus god damn I wish I could do a better JB Smooth impression JB Smooth <laughs> you are a just- I bring the ruckus to lately JB Smooth has brought so much joy and laughter into my life. If I ever got to meet JB Smooth, oh, I would choke. I wouldn't know what to say. I I love him too. He's like he's 
he's an intimidating. He seems like a very intimidating regular guy. So much confidence. Yet there's a charm. There's a charm. Oh, about for sure. Him. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Instagrams. You can find me at Pope Jesse Ventura, Alex at Mother Puncture, and my music. And check out any of my music. You can find me at Pander Monkey uh, all over the place. All right, Alex, you are clearly, clearly picking the last song, but I'm all about compromise. So I, and also like, I love the album too. So I'm going to do a dying God coming into human flesh. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Yeah.
so 